new report was released by the National Institute of Aging. This was uh, this was announced last week and found around 41 percent of Canadians aged 50 or older are at risk of social isolation. Up to 58 percent in that age group have experienced loneliness. So we wanted to chat with uh, a specialist in ge- geriatric and general medicine at the University of Alberta, Dr. Adrian Wag, who joins us on the program this afternoon. Adrian, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you for asking me to uh, talk to you. Uh, are you surprised to see these numbers, or is this just the way it's going to be? Um, not surprised as such. I think we've uh, seen you know, a profound demographic change in uh, our older population, certainly around the numbers that are living alone and are clearly in later life. One is affected by sequential life events that might include loss. So, you know, social networks shrink, so we're more likely to see more social isolation. I think the the worrying thing is then um, the number of people that declare themselves lonely. And we know that both type of things are associated with with poorer than optimal health outcomes. It's funny, I was watching a a program, it was a documentary, weirdly enough, on Sylvester Stallone. And, And I know you're wondering, where is he going with this? But Stallone had mentioned that before the age of 50, life is full of positives. But when you get to age 50 plus, there's more negatives. You start losing friends. You start losing social networks and that kind of thing. And and more I started to think about it, I think he's absolutely correct. And based on what I've read on, out of this uh, study, it seems that that's accurate. Would you agree? Um, no, not entirely. Okay. Um, I think, yes, there are life events that do lead to shrinkages. But I think, as you saw in the report, um, in not all older, socially poorly connected individuals are lonely. Uh, and in fact, um, one of the major findings was the people who lived alone independently in their own houses right. declared themselves to be less lonely. And that might be due to expectations and taking uh, joy in other areas. So it's not definitely all negative. I got you. In, in research that we've done it with older Albertans around barriers to aging healthily in Alberta, you know, apart from experience of ageism, which was one real negative, one of the most positive things is that the overwhelming view that people do want to stay in their own homes, living independently. And then, therefore, if those two things are connected, we might see um, a lessening of self-declared loneliness in those groups. It's fairly clear that things one should avoid are loss of sense of purpose uh, and to become redundant. Uh, in later life. And those things are really associated with with wellness uh, in in themselves. I'm always interested in in the stats and how they might vary from region to region because, you know, the situation in Toronto could be completely different than it is in Edmonton. You've probably talked to more than your share of people and looked at surveys that have been done here in the Edmonton region. Do you think that that's true? Um, I I think you're right where there's areas of high population density. Well, you might see some variation, but of course, people can still be lonely even if they're in a crowd. Right. And the, the survey, as it quite openly says, it has limitations. They were, it was done online. Well, and we know that digital literacy uh, it, it falls off in later life. Right. So we might be some biases in who responded. Overall, I think we, we often have um, you know, rural and remote older adults in very different circumstances. Uh, and those people who lived in um, 
congregate living were also excluded. So, you know, there are other areas that we might choose to look at. There's some great work on you know, the, the sense of loneliness, even in our assisted living, supported living and, and long-term care, about which we, we need to take action, particularly in light of the COVID pandemic, which we're coming through yeah. in terms of restrictions. And of course, this study happened in the midst of all of that. What about mental and physical consequences from this? Uh, there's got to be plenty of those. Uh, yep. Um, yep. Both, uh, social isolation and loneliness are associated with um, not not optimum healthy aging behaviours in terms of nutrition and diet and uh, exercise, smoking and alcohol. Uh, there's often that um, eating alone, t- people tend to eat more poorly, they're less likely to do things that you would normally associate with, with, with uh, living well, but physical exercise, for instance. So, uh, yes, there are consequences. Likewise, there are mental health consequences where there's uh, more mood disorders and depression in those people who are lonely or uh, are socially isolated. Well, what about the winter months? Because you know what it's like. You've lived here for a long time, I'm guessing, or a reasonably long time. And it's, uh, you know, you'll see your neighbors during the summer, but then you just don't see anybody during the winter. Uh, again, undoubtedly makes a difference. I haven't seen anything that's really looked upon uh, this in terms of seasonality, but absolutely, I'm sure it does have a consequence. Uh, people are much more um, isolated in, in the winter months. How many of these surveys are done? And, and you're right, we've come through the pandemic and that certainly was a real game changer in a lot of ways. But do you think that there's a noticeable increase just in the last three and a half years as we get to almost the four year anniversary of this? I think that's true. There seems to be a much greater disconnectedness since the uh, pandemic, okay. uh, even when the res- restrictions have been eased. And it's very difficult then for people to get back into the, the normal swing of things. Certainly, anecdotally, uh, many of my patients, both in rural and urban areas, say that they see people far less frequently than they used to. And a lot of community centres have taken a long time in getting things going. Uh, and of course, there are many um, different facilities for people who are motivated to try them, but, you know, particularly um, you know, the community leagues, community centres, and, and for men, you know, the men's shed movement, which is growing in popularity in Edmonton and around. So if somebody's over 60, what can they do to kind of avoid this? And if for somebody who's under 60, how can they help somebody in that situation? Well, I think it's half of them is, is, as you say, the sense of purpose, the motivation, mm-hmm. um, girding your loins and getting out there. And, and you know, everybody says that it's much more difficult to make new friends in later life. And that's true. Uh, but it, it's often uh, you, you are the architect of your own demise in you know, being inhibited by yourself and your feelings of what might be rather than, than what is. Uh, we've done a lot of work in uh, our community centres drawing people out and getting participation. Um, but for the unmotivated, it becomes very difficult. Right. And uh, w- w- moving forward, what do you work on specifically at the University of Alberta? So um, we have um, uh, a a health education-related program um, which is designed to um, empower older adults to teach other older adults about healthy aging, Mm -hmm. which has a positive impact on influencing behaviours. We have um, uh, educational programs and maintenance programs in terms of bladder and bowel problems, which is shown to have great impact. So more health-related than, than general healthy aging-related. Um, but there's undoubtedly things that we can do. 
If somebody wanted to find out more information on this, how can they track you down? Um, well, I'm uh, available. I usually respond to email, um, adrian.wag at ualberta.ca. Uh, in fact, we have people, whenever we reach out to the community, we have um, uh, people uh, we, we, saying, how can I get involved? Right. We're always open to participation. We do a lot of work in terms of uh, community uh, participation with, with older adults around Edmonton and its regions. Dr. Wag, thanks very much for your time this afternoon. Thank you. That's uh, great. Thanks for having me along. All right. There you go, Dr. Adrian Wagg, joining a specialist in geriatric and general medicine at the University of Alberta, talking about loneliness as you get a little bit older.